Kia ora tofano. Um We're back. It's uh, off-season pod number five. Hurrah! Uh, I know it's uh, been a wee while since you've um, you've all been able to um, enjoy our dulcet tones over the airwaves. It's debatable that. <laughs> or a few of us with dulcet tones. Yeah. Um, others with slightly rusty tones. Slightly high-pitched. Mm. Uh, yeah. Mm. A few but tri- Few hyper screams tonight at training. Oh mate, we're on pipes. Yeah. Pipes, yeah, mate. Oh, he was, talk, he was talk us through that. Oh, he was just you know just running a few drills and and then um, you know just that sort of final instruction to kind of say right, let's go. And then he sort of at it was times a, it was crack high. Yeah. He, he's quite a loud talker yeah. at the best Deeply. of times. Deeply. Deeply. Like, Three, two, one, go. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Jeepers. Yeah. Sort of lose the respect of the players away, doesn't it? Yeah. You sort of get up. Everyone hears it, eh? Mm. Everyone hears it when you either go high or you crack. Mm. Crack the voice. And you just lose the attention straight away. Yeah. So maybe, maybe on Thursday I might come with a whistle. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, Love your pipes. Yeah. Love your work. Um, but here we are. Off-season pod number five for Tuesday. 10th of November it is, but obviously I won't be available till um, hopefully tomorrow for you guys. We'll see how we go. Um, could be tough and go. Um, but as I look around the room, um, we're a man down again. Yeah. He's, he's on thin ice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll, move, uh, I'll move to my left, Fridge Henry Marcina. Um, how you doing? How's, how was your weekend? How was the week? And um, your thoughts on another no-show from Hayden? Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, O'Toole. Yeah, kia ora na, uh, Ezra. Um, the man's gone up the line. I'm not sure if there's still snow up and up on the mountain, but uh, he's gone up. Um, possibly doing work on the house, so he's away again. We have to think of some sanctions for the future, possibly on food two weeks in a row. That's a good punishment. Or a burger, actually. Yeah, it's just burger. settled for one week of burgers. It's a really good punishment, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he's away, but we will persevere. Um, really is the, the three talented ones that are left there to, mm. to do the work. Anyway, so see you soon, uh, Hacko Tool. Your weekend, Fridge? Uh, my weekend, yeah, great weekend. Uh, quiet weekend, sober weekend. Mm. Yeah, so a lot of people are surprised at that. Absolute novelty there. Um, Did your Uber still turn up on a Sunday to come bring you to the club? To pick up the yeah, there, there was about... Eight Ubers just hanging around my area Sunday Sunday kinda of lunchtime ish waiting. But that uh that ride wasn't wasn't booked in uh no the car was at home so I just jumped in. It was real unusual. Way. Jumped in and drove down the club for we can be that's right, we can be Sunday. Uh do it a bit late, but you turned up, that's the main point. Oh, I'll tell you what I was hissing when I got here and put You were in good form. You were like work then, then uh, all the huge huge did. Um it's saying something. Yeah. Uh, sevens as well on Saturday, which is, uh, was a real success for both uh, men's and women's uh, teams. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, got in a couple of movies on premium. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, what was that joke that I wanted to say? Damn, had a premium joke. Oh, no. Heck knows what to do there. Heck, you know what to do there. Maybe he's already done it. Just chucked in some music to make it extra funny. For premium. Yeah. 
that was that was UQ. Nice. Uh, you had a good weekend all around. Sevens was awesome. Uh, do we get into sevens a bit more later, or was, should I? Well, let's get into it now. Let's yeah. get into it now. Well, yeah, you're a very young team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you saw yourself as it was uh, um, younger than, than our usual catchment. Uh, we did have Fene and um, Captain Tom Carter out there leading the boys. Uh, Fene uh, got injured early, so it's over to Tom Carter and Bwata uh, to Samoa. Um, to lead the boys around the park and picked up a cheeky third uh, by the end of the day, which they call the plate. And our first bit of real silverware um, after that plate that we picked up up in uh, up at that oh, right, Maori Bank that time. Why is this rambling here? Like, I feel yeah, like I don't know. It's all right. Need a bit more energy in my tone. Eh? Uh, real good day. Uh, women uh, were a bit short in patches throughout the day. By the end of the day, I think maybe they were playing off seven or just had the one sub. Uh, picked up a couple of wins. I was with them at, at the start of the day and um, had a couple of tough losses. And then as soon as I, I missed one of their games, they started winning. So uh, they'll be noted for this weekend. Stay well away. Um, but shout out to Hope and Lars, man. They were awesome for those girls. They organised everything and um, they pass on their thanks to the management and you guys is for helping out as well. So I reckon it was a successful day. What 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 did you take out of it? Oh, I, I mean, when you, when you look at the caliber of the two teams that featured in the final, Hories and North, if, you know, that's that's sort of familiar territory for them. Um, you know, a lot of premier players as well, a lot of sevens players. Um, you know, so for our boys to finish with a creditable third and behind those two powerhouses is, um, yeah, that's a it's a really it's a great achievement. Um, like you said, it was um, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot more young, lot younger, eh? Across mm. the park, um, you know. And oh, we, 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 you mentioned, you know, William Fine, who we got, who injured, was injured in the first game. Yeah. Uh, TC obviously was an absolute warrior for us, along with Cam. And then outside of that, uh, they were the only Premier players I could think of. Um, yeah. Well, um, Ryan Emery turned up for later. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So Ryan and Dylan actually yeah. turned up for the last game or two. But really, the 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 crux of the the, the workload fell fell upon the likes of Rico, um, Ledge, Ledger, um, mm. yeah, um, Good Ridge, Jesse, Ridge went well, yeah, Ridge, yeah, a lot of those Colts boys really stood up, um, you know, in, in the face of a bit of adversity because they're obviously new to the game um, and, and up against some, you know, some pretty uh, pretty strong teams. So at the end of the day, and, and CC hit it in the nail of my head as you did on the weekend that they just built from game to game, mm. you know, so. What what I like about these young boys, uh, especially guys like Legio, Rick Evans, uh, even Ridge, like they look they they look across the to the opposition, and they don't see names; they just see you know just another seven guys playing sevens. Mm. Uh, whereas the older boys will be like, oh, that's loss, you know, Bruiser, you know, these big big ass names, um, and they just go at it and give it a hundred and see what happens. Mm. It's kind of what, like we haven't really coined the phrase, but like sevens in our group kind of lately is. You just ride the wave, you know, just get on it and just see where it takes you. Um, so that's kind of our, our philosophy. Play hard, see what happens. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Picked up a plate. Yep. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so great. Yeah, great, great weekend and great showing at training tonight. Obviously, the success on the weekend saw a few more guys come out of the woodwork. So, uh, Fridge and Pipes have got the envious task of trying to name a 12 for for Saturday. But Yeah, quick shout out to Ben Bailey as well, man. Like, he's good value, eh? Just like, See, well, it's good he takes the warm-ups now, so I don't have to come up with a rubbish kind of warm-up <laughs> around sevens and stuff. 
but it just makes it way way easier when like he's done and you just come in and it's just, you just take care of the rugby side of things, you know. Mm. Everyone's ready, so. Were you still rocking the uh, four corners for a sevens warm up? Uh, not tra- quite. Tra- there's tra- a modified. Trailer. There's a modified <laughs> four corners that that they've thrown in now. Yeah. Uh, so good good learnings all around. Nice. Thanks, Bridge. Uh, we'll move on to uh, Eugene Henry Smith. Huge. Uh, the weekend, huge. Um, you mentioned the uh, the working day as well. Yep. Um, be great to hear how that went after your um, after some strong words from you last week, um, encouraging the club members to get out. Um, oh, did they heed your advice? Yeah, no, it fell on deaf ears. Um, Luke, Flett, Luke Flett, though, shout out to him. He was the sole player that actually turned up. Um, Flitty, great man. I, I love the guy. He's um, I love a you true, too, true blue villager. Um, he'll do anything for the club and he come down. He, it wasn't a long shift, but it was a good shift. Um, but he was good and sort of set the way. But yeah, sort of uh, yeah, didn't, didn't get too many players. I thought there might have been a bit of a better reaction, but... Um, a few jibes on um, stories from uh, Josh Southall's uh, training the following Monday morning in the green room, and uh, there's been a few people that have said they'll promise to be at the next one. So, well, we'll be following up on that, it's good sure timing it because next Saturday is <laughs> going to be a, a, a player only. Players only, yeah. We can be, we can be, with with like the likes of. Well, I'll be here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just volunteering me? No, no, I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah. Um, but no, nah, apart from that, it was good. We um done what we need to get done. Um, Hope was here, sorry, as well. She was down here working. Um, so that was good from Hope to, to come down. And then just the usuals, the Sionis and uh, Wayne and myself and Fridgey and, oh, and uh, Tim Tim Gresham from the junior section. He's good value up. too. Yeah, good value. Uh, He's a man's Good spread man. put on by Rochelle, which was top. Oh, Yeppa, sorry. Yeppa was there too. Oh, nice. Wasn't there long. Didn't do much. He didn't literally done better corner, didn't he? Yeah. Like literally a corner. It's good like that, eh? Just jumps into a corner. Done a corner, l- had lunch, and then there was yeah. a bit of a durry, and he was yeah. out of there. But yeah. um, but no, we've done what we've done. Another coat of paint on the green room. Looking, uh, the, the boys' nursery's looking good now. It's yeah. actually looking better too. Yeah. Um, and there's just a few final touch-ups that need to be done. Um, I think we're getting scaffolding in to get some of those hard-to-reach places. Um, and then, yeah, that'll be done. But yeah. Apart from that, um, following the sevens on Saturday, um, I was pretty uh, happy about the results and that you're feeding through ears, which was great. Um, so looking forward to how the results go this week. Hopefully get out there and have a watch as well. Mm. Um, that's our part. Uh, we can be on Sunday. It was quite funny. I was having a good old chat with uh, Keone, or, <laughs> or my boy Kay. And it was only then I realised that the brother has a, a, an English accent. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, born there. Yeah. So born in England, but um, moved here when he was one and before he was really talking. But um, yeah, I just think it's basically his mother talks too much and he, he's picked up the accent. Yeah, probably. But Aubrey. No, 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 she's Kiwi through and through. Yeah, she's really Kiwi. Hearty. Um, she loved it. Hearty. Mm. A little bit hoary, actually. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, she yeah. throws in the odd bro. She'll just come up and say, <laughs> hey, bro. I'll say, hey. Yeah. So, no, nah, she's, uh, she, she's true blue Kiwi, but. Um, I don't know when she starts sort of talking a bit more, it might change, but mm. yeah, but it's, and you're not the first to pick up on it either, but gee, it's been brought up by just strangers on the train and things like that, asking if he's English, so yeah. Shout out to my boy Keone, um, unfortunately your uh, castle down there was taken apart tonight by the trainers, so we'll have to rebuild it next Saturday. Yeah. I hope you're out, I'm good at building forts. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you got an done a bit of painting as well, it wasn't long. Mm. Yeah. 
Um, had to redo it again, but hey, it's, it's thought that counts. Yeah. But more than what your players done anyway. Had trouble um, getting paint on his roller. Just mm. Using the tray and the roller was a bit tough. Yeah, a few directions. Yeah, but no, it was good. Um, and then what else happened? Uh, and yesterday I talked about it before the pod. Um, uh, went along to uh, Farewell Good Man and um, Dave Painter. Um, good up heart store and Wellington Rugby store. Uh, good man, great service. Um, some of the speeches that were or eulogies that were um, done were really top notch. Uh, very humorous. Um, so yeah, he was a hell of a character. Um, was adopted but didn't know until he turned 50, I believe. Wow. So didn't know he was adopted. So, and then managed to reconnect with all his family and yeah, which was, um, but just, just some amazing things like his work in the police. So he's the top uh, running sort of national operations for dog handlers um, in the police as well. And some of the um, sort of big jobs he was involved in and what he had, what he'd done to actually establish it as well. So mm. yeah, true blue legend, um, really good send off and yeah. Farewell to the to Paints. Good man. Paints, yep. Great man. Great man. We've lost a, a great man. Have one into rugby and have uh, upper heart. So, thoughts out to the family there for uh, Paints. Um, good to hear, guys. Great weekend. Um, Greg, you look like you were wanting to share another. Oh, how about yourself? How was, how was oh. your weekend? Oh, that was, mm. yeah. No, mine was, um, yeah, pretty, pretty cruisy. Actually, Saturday was obviously pretty lengthy. But well worth it. So it you great. had a good spread going again on the table. A few nuts. Yeah. Oh, there's a few complaints coming to be honest. Oh really? No barbecue. Um, oh no, I heard about this that. Year. Yeah. And I tried yeah. to nudge those two. I was like, come on, man, just like, yeah. No, but it was keen to get on the barbecue again, but yeah, it was well, under strict instructions. Not oh, to, yeah, so. I, I fielded a few uh, complaints <laughs> from some of the players <laughs> who. Um, and look, look, heck, mate, did an amazing job with the pasta. The penny pasta we had was fantastic. Um, but obviously, the players the last couple of years have been um, been sport really, eh? With yeah. um, with a, a, a fair few sausages, uh, meat patties, bacon, meat. Yeah, yeah. Bacon. Um, so yeah, so it was uh, we, it was was strongly advised by uh, our SNC coach Ben Bailey that uh, the barbecue would be parked uh, for the first tournament definitely. Um, so yeah, so we had to get by. So again, I yeah, obviously there was a bit of work that had to go into um, to the old hydration and nutrition throughout the day to. Sort of try and um, yeah ease the uh, the disappointment that was without the barbecue. But hey, this week uh, we're the last leg, and um, we might um, yeah we might uh, post tournament. I'm sure there'll be a few post tournament. And yeah, yeah, definitely be a few sausages. So like if, if not out of the ground, I think there might be talk that we might come back to the club and maybe put something on here. So uh, it's gonna yeah. be a hisser, and you're not invited. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Unless you're at Wickham B. Yeah. Great spread, though. Mm. And I uh, forgot what. Oh, no. The, mate, those are massage guns. Mm. A couple of them come out um, on the weekend. And as soon as I saw one, like, I see them come up on Insta and Facebook all the time. I want to give it a nudge. Mm. Bloody good, eh? Did I hear correctly that um, one was inappropriately used? Oh, quite a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah some questionable activity with <laughs> where that gun ended up. Yeah, definitely leave some that parts, for, Yeah, yeah, it's just some parts of the body that the gun isn't d- designed for. Not every part of the body needs to be massaged. Maybe not <laughs> yeah, so yeah. TC, you've been warned. <laughs> Online, you've been warned, and uh, there'll be um, there'll be yeah, some eyes on you on Saturday. Mm, nice. Yeah. Um, we'll uh, we'll kick in. Um, 
We've got some birthdays, some villager birthdays that we just wanted to acknowledge. Uh, I'm Mike Trugaskis, a favourite of the pod, in, in particular Hayden O'Toole. We turned 33 last Wednesday. 33? 33. Yeah. It's all downhill now, all buddy. Right. Mm. Mm. Take a look at it. Yep. Um, Josh Houston-Tabal, uh, our premier uh, hooker, uh, turned 24 on 24? Sunday. Just gone. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't look like a day over 13, eh? Well, but I'm a huge autist to this. It feels like he's been around for 10 years. Yeah. He's been playing. He, he played Premier Rugby straight out of school. Yeah. Um. So yeah, would been around a wee while, but yeah, yeah twenty four. Yeah. Just still got a lot of rugby ahead of him, baby. Mm. Plenty of rugby. All your best footy ahead of you, Josh. Especially as a front row as well. Oh, prime. Yeah. One of my favourites. So can't wait till you're back on the back on the turf. Um. And a few celebrity birthdays. So oh, here we go. Today, tenth of November, uh, celebrating a birthday. Sinbad. Oh, Sinbad. The American comedian and actor. Mate, he hasn't been a celebrity since about 1985, <laughs> mate. That's, that's probably fair enough. Um, Mike Powell, um, an American long jumper, actually held the world record in 1990. Well, actually, sorry, set the world record in 91 and also a couple of Olympic silver medals in 88 and 92. Uh, Michael Jai White, another American actor, his birthday's today. Who's he? What's he on? Um... His celebrities sound dubious. No, oh, no mate, he's, mate, he's, he's, he's much so Google him, mate. Google him. Uh, he was yeah. Spawn. That's pretty up yeah. there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Black guy. <laughs> that's him. That's him. And, um, and Eve, American rapper and actress. Ah, uh, yes. One of my favourites, yeah. Collaborated with um, Guy Sebastian back in 2009. Okay. Yeah, just find that out. Yeah, look it up. YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, Spotify. Nice. So there you go. So if your birthday uh, was today, um, some famous people you have shared your birthday with. All right, let's get into some results from the weekend, starting with the Mita 10 Cup. Um, I'll just read through the results and um, yeah, anything that sort of sticks out, we'll uh, discuss. And anything we um, don't really want to discuss, we'll pass. Um, Mate, Southland 32, Otago 15, how good. Up the stacks, how good. Yeah, Otago are good at the moment, eh? This year. Yeah, they've been going really oh, good. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. But that's, I mean, it was mentioned during the commentary. Otago beat Canterbury last week. Eh? And then get get thumped by Southland a week later. Mate, it's it's up and down. It's an absolute lottery. I like to see that, though. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. Just yeah. mix oh, yeah, everywhere. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, we almost saw an upset in this game. Uh, the Tanifa 20, Auckland 24. Uh, North Harbour 32, comfortably over counties, Manukau 5. Canterbury bounced back 29-0 over Tillman. That was surprising, that result. It was surprising. Yeah, yeah I thought it was going to be a lot closer than that. And I actually didn't see Canterbury even um, a chance. But it's Canterbury. Like, they're talking about relegation. They could have been relegated last week. I wouldn't put a pass on that. They'll make the semis and win the whole competition. <laughs> well, it's just, yeah. yeah. Tasman's still good, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Any. They were at home. Probably the favourites and um, didn't fire a shot. Blanks. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Bear Plenty 33, Waikato 30, try on full time. Mm. See Bear Plenty get up over their Chiefs uh, neighbours or Chiefs brothers. They, they love that, do I? Oh, yeah. Clayton McMillan will love that. Yeah. I know him and Roger Randall are pretty close. Roger both, Randall? Yeah, they're both on the Māori All Black uh, coaching panel or coaching staff. And I know uh, Clayton would have enjoyed getting one over Rog. 
Uh, Taranaki, another local derby, uh, 35, beat their near neighbours, Manawatu, 19. And the result that um, I didn't really want to mention, but flip an egg. The Lions, 18, Hawks Bay, 34. Cats. First round through the Shield uh, challenge in six, seven years, I think. Yeah. Didn't yeah. even look like they wanted yeah. a bar of it. Similar to um, the last challenge that they played against Hawks Bay, it was pretty one-sided as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, let's, just uh, let's pull it apart, guys. You gotta want it. Yeah, like legit. I just thought that Hawks Bay just wanted it a lot more. Um, they were just out passion. Uh, yeah, just had it over them. As Hawks Bay, things did click, so they had a lot of trick shots that really come off, and that's been well coached and well executed as well. So credit to them. Um, but yeah, it just sort of seemed like um, Wellington sort of had that one plan, but didn't really know how to jump out of it. So whether or not it's a Blackie need a bit more support around the leadership side of things to be able to tra- change on the run. I don't know, but um, yeah, it was a tough game to watch. And yeah, highlight for me though was seeing old big Sona Tomalolo um, coming on at the end and just yeah. absolutely just fizzing. And just pretty sure there was quite a few punches thrown in at the end. Then don't know how he stayed on the field. To be fair, well, <laughs> absolutely. I yeah. mean, clearly there were a couple of punches thrown, <laughs> and they didn't even review it or anything. Who did he fight? Oh, I think it might have been. It was either Billy Proctor or um, the small halfback. Oh, it was Connor Collins. Yeah, yeah. Connor. Yeah. yeah. yeah so. <sighs> now I was surprised, especially considering they went back and checked Kurt Baker Baker mm. singing um, when he got sent in. But mm. they were just waiting, just oh, yeah. coming back uppercuts, yeah. and then on full time having to be um, held back by his own teammates. Um, mate, the the Lions backline, so much talent mm. and. How do, you, how do you unleash them? And how does the Lions not unleash mm. them? Like, I don't know. The, the Lions lineup was disappointing again. Uh, super players right through, and they, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'll probably just reserve my comments. <clears throat> but, um, yes, this could have been the one that just put the season right back on track, eh? Winning the Rand Fairly Shield and parking it, like, parking it up in the cabinet for the summer. Mm. Uh, yeah, just not good enough. Uh, so is their last game this week? So it's one or two. So yeah, that's probably similar to sort of mentioned about Canterbury before. Like they were staring down relegation. And last now week, it's us. Eh? Whereas now they have a chance to make semis and potentially go on and win it. Potentially. Whereas now Wellington have gone from last Sunday they could have picked up Ranfurly Shield, been right in the semi final hunt, and it could have been an outstanding season. Whereas now they play one or two this week to basically survive and not be relegated. So gone from what could have potentially been a, a really successful season to now being one that's actually could end up quite bad. COVID. It was COVID. But 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 in saying that, they're sitting seventh out of seven. Yeah. Uh, they could potentially still make the four. Yeah. And yet still potentially um, go out there finish dead last yeah. with a loss of one or two. It's it's that tight. Yeah. It is it is tight. Mm. Um, I think they need to they obviously need one this week and then hope a couple of other results need to go their way as well. Mm. So it's going to be interesting. Mm. Um, they are, like, they do have a few old heads, but majority of the team are fairly young, though. So if there is to take positive from it, hopefully it's that, that they're in this experience. But yeah, see how. No, not, not much of a positive, that one. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Um, yeah, no, it cuts deep when, when the Lions are. Yeah, I guess uh, fall over on the weekend, and especially it was, it was just such a tough watch. Um, I mean, 
I was just going to say, I mean, Fulau Whakatawa had a mortgage at yeah. turn over time. Who? Fulau Whakatawa. What a name, I like oh, that name. Great name, yeah. Is it the same name you mentioned last week? Yeah, it was, yeah. It's, yeah, um, it's great I, I went along to Lions training last Wednesday, and there was a, a they'd done a drill specifically designed for Whakatawa where if they breach, then someone yelled out Whakatawa, they knew to identify him and clear him out to stop him from getting turnovers, mm. but... Yeah, you can train all you want, but on the day, I guess, on the day, hard to do. Yeah. Fakatova. Um, what's his first name? Hello. Hello. Hello, Fakatova. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I thought, and not just um, pumping him because he's a villager, but I thought Mutz was outstanding on the weekend. Probably mm. his best game I've seen him play for a, mm. a long time. He was just busy all over the place, mm. and I think he's one of the guys that sort of knew how special Ravenshire was. So, um, credit to Mutz and, and Blackie as well. Um, mm. He's but Blakey, it's just every week. He's just mm. tireless, just the amount of hit-ups and stuff like that. So, yep. yeah. Again, if there's positive takes, there'll be a couple of villagers performing well. Yeah. That's the one. Um, right, we'll kick on to Bledisloe 4. From Saturday night, uh, up in Brisbane. Uh, eight all at half-time. Uh, and in the first half, they had absolutely everything. Uh, which obviously we will uh, delve into shortly. And the final score was the Wallabies 24, the All Blacks 22. Bridgie. Yeah, I was about to say that they say that some say that they played an All Blacks B team and I was about to agree with that, but I was just kind of going through that team again in my head and it's it's not a B team at all. Look, you, you lose games. Now, like in terms of the, of, of, of the result, frick, that's rugby. You know, you're going to win them, you're going to lose them. It's just All Blacks are a um, victim of their own success. Um, so I don't mind that too much because uh, they'll find areas to fix things and be better and they'll do it, which is cool. Uh, my gripe in the game was just these red cards, man. Absolutely ridiculous. Yellow at most. You could have just given a penalty, bro, in a warning. Um, it just took me right back to World Cup, man. Pool games. With all these bloody mitigating factors and, and all that. Man, call it how you see it, eh? Like, it wasn't that bad. Everyone came out of it all good for the most part. Just kills the game. Yeah. A, a card's, a, a red and yellow card's killing the game. Yeah. Ruining the game. Yeah, I was actually, this is going to be one of my talking points bringing up later, but I'll bring it up now. But I was sort of going to um, pose a question that do you think red cards should mean what they do at the moment? Like, do you think they should be a. A sending off and stay off, and the team plays for 40, um, 40 men. Like, or do we do something like in Super Rugby where they trial the, they can come on after someone can replace them after twenty minutes? Um, personally, oh sorry, yeah, I'll pose that question to you. Yeah, so I don't think, like, they have to look at um, things that happen like with bad bad technique and and also how how mm. bad the person gets hurt because these ones barely deserve the yellow. Yeah. Um, you can't do anything like they're millimeters away from it being to being a, a good really tackle. tackle, yeah. So penalty is good. Like yeah. if 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 they just throw an arm at there or, or swing an arm, um, it's just ruthless. Yeah, yeah, that's an instant yellow. Um, if they do it and maybe a guy gets really badly hurt, yeah, probably escalate that to red. But there's some has to be some sort of scoring mm. system that they can do. They can't just. They almost do it out of fear with their review. Yeah. You know? Yes. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, the cards are spoiling the game for mine. I definitely think we need to look at what the Super Rugby um, competition employed this year, which it, it didn't eventually in the end, because no, I think whoever got red carded in one of those games, last 20 minutes. there was less than 20 <laughs> minutes left anyway. So, But I, I think I think for the paying public, I think they deserve a contest. Yeah. Um, you know, we lost Offa, and then obviously, fair, I mean, fair enough, they lost, was it Swinton, was that his name? A few minutes after that. But the, the All Blacks never recovered, really, mm. from going a man down. I think, yeah, I, I think, do we introduce another card? Yeah. Like, the red card is, you know, when your player's been sent off, you know, is it 10 minutes, is it 20 minutes? Mm. Bring on a, 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 a another player to, you know, top up your team. Yeah. Is there another card? I mean, Cully actually brought up a real good um, point. Well, he just thinks if it's out and out buggery, yeah. it's a red card. Yeah, yeah, and I like totally agree with that. Foul play. Yeah, yeah, punch a kick. But that, I mean, yeah, like we saw. I mean, I don't know. Like you know, with the tack, with the tackle technique, um, you know, to be honest, who what was the guy's name that got um, that was hit by Offer? The oh, oh, right or something? Yeah, right. Yeah. Like he should have been red carded for running down the props <laughs> channel. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, it's, it's just like you know, and you see guys that. They, if they go too, if they go low, um, we've seen guys get knocked out, right? Hey. So I, I, I don't know. Is it, it going to get to the point where players are just going to be like, um, you know, uh, if a winger's going to come run in and that there's a group of you, you know, is it going to get to a point where Offa's going to be like, no, nah, I need to step aside, and mm. and and Sam Kane, who's going to be a bit shorter than me, is going to come in, and you know, because I'm 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 literally in danger because I, yeah, it, I, I don't know, like. Yeah. What do you what do you think, Beatrice? Um, yes, I agree. Um, and I heard Cully and JK sort of talking during the test. <clears throat> um, yeah, I, I think a red card should be purely for thuggery. So if someone punches someone in the face mm. or um, stomps in the head, then yeah, red card sent off. Don't get to replace that player because that's up to him. I think for instances where it's just a small margin, where like Offer and, and Lockie Swinton on Saturday, um, there should be another one where. I mean, even if they get dismissed for the rest of the game, but they can be replaced. So there is still 15 on 15. Um, so they're punished um, for that because, yeah, I agree. Um, it's basically inches between it being a really awesome tackle to being a red card. But I guess, as I was saying, to the letter of the law, the ref was probably right because it was a bit of a shoulder onto the chin and the Swinton one's probably a bit more blatant in terms of Shoulder on, so letter of law, yeah, that's fine. But I still reckon, yeah, mitigating factors like the impact that's had on the person that's been tackled and stuff like that. So whether or not there is another card where they get dismissed, um, but they can be replaced straight away, sort of thing. Um, I reckon that could be something because the team does still get punished in a way because they're starting guys off the field, but then come on and they're making suffer the repercussions, the judiciary or whatever like that. But yeah, I just even after that offer one, it just sort of dulled the game a bit. Mm. Um, and I think with that Lockie Swinton one, the the ref sort of backed himself into a corner where he didn't have any other decision that had to send him off. Because yeah. if he didn't, then it mm. was going to be a massive uproar as yeah. it was at the moment. So, yeah, it's just it's it's, it's tough. It is mitigating. Um, and I'm aware, like you know, we've got to protect the players. And there's all this um, studies on heat and concussion and stuff like that at the moment. So fair enough that they want to protect them. But when it's obvious that it's not bad intentions mm. on the behalf of Offer and Swinton, mm. I still think there should be another way that we can go about it to still discourage it but not affect the game like that because mm. at the end of the day we're trying to put a product out to the public who are yeah. 
pay money and, and especially in the climate we we're trying to, to survive or the game's trying to, to survive. Yeah, I think they've got a real real good chance here to review what's currently in place and bring in something that's just you know, super awesome um, or something that works. It doesn't affect the game uh, as much as the current system does. Um, and like, don't be afraid to just throw everything out and just start from the start with, with the process. Like anything accidental, like these tackles on Saturday, for me, bro, it's a penalty. If the guy's all right, if it was reckless and, and um, he gets knocked out, yeah, he escalates all yellow. Things like um, like if someone jumps jumps for a kick and someone runs through and clips their legs, that that's avoidable for me because you know you don't have to be in that spot. You didn't, so that would be a yellow kind of reddish thing as well. Just things where, where it's kind of like technical accidents. Yeah, it's like just common sense, man. Yeah, one one card I was actually happy with was Scott Barrett's one. Like, that was just dumb. Out of <coughs> dumb. And yeah, stupid. Like, yellow cards <coughs> for that, I agree with, because it just ruins the game. It slows everything up. It's just cynical. Um, and you, you can't get away with that, shit, that nah, stuff anymore, yeah. Especially when they play it back, and it's Aussie TV are just playing it back. Yeah. Well, even that Sam Kane one, where there was, yeah. like, a, like a looking push for, on his head, they were just looking over and over again. But, um, yeah, like, that there, that, that really frustrated me, that yellow card, because, like, Scott Barrett, it's just, you're a professional. Don't do that. You should know that yeah. you're going to get caught on that. Club so, club like like that, I was actually happy you got a yellow card. Oh, yeah. yeah. Discourage that as much as we can. Oh, yeah. He, he should have been made to walk back to the hotel after that. Yeah. Mm. It was just dumb. Yeah, but but that, that that one you brought about Sam Kane, mm. the, the replays they did show, they didn't show right from when... What was the guy's name that came um, in? Slipper. Slipper. Yeah. They didn't show from when he, yeah. he actually came in and tried to clean him out. Yeah. They just showed it from when yeah, well, Kane reacted. Yeah, because I remember seeing that yeah. as well when it happened. I said, "Oh, that props yeah. just taking them out." But I mean, yeah, yeah, every single it. replay was just at yeah. that point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, pretty bad, eh? Yep. So, oh well, there you go. Uh, the ABs will push on uh, this weekend to play Argentina, I think, mm. in Sydney. So yeah. that'll be interesting. So another nine forty-five. Oh, I think so. so yeah. Saturday. Yep. Yep. So they'll play the Pumas two weeks in a row. And I think two bonus point wins will be enough. Mm. And then come home. And then, well, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming they'll come home and, and Aussie will stay on and yeah. play the Pumas in a couple of tests. Um, have to feel bad about um, Akira Iwani. Yeah, actually, it's, yeah, like that red card we talk about, obviously, off going yeah. off, but uh, obviously the flying effect of that was that mm. Akira had to be replaced yeah. um, when they had to bring on the prop. So, and off, I must feel guilty about that. Eh? Oh, Depriving that guy yeah. his mm. debut mm. to only, what was it, like 10 minutes or? 15 minutes, 15 minutes I think. More, yeah, yeah. But, and Akira was looking pretty good. He was good. going good right as well, yeah. Accidental, again. So. Yeah, I know, but still, though, you'd, you'd feel pretty guilty about, mm. about depriving them of... Cause you, and you, they couldn't do it any other way as well, because if there was a loose forward, you had to keep St. Kane out there, because there's Skipper and Yente Vardy out there for that mobility exactly. as well. So. And I, I think the time that he was on the field, he just proved that he is ready now. I do yeah. hope he gets another shot this week. Yeah. 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 Deserves it. Yeah. Nice. Thanks, guys. Good, uh, good we chat about the test just gone. Um, all right, if you can grab your pen and paper, I'm going to put you guys uh, One out through the break. ringer. Yeah. One out. Through the ringer here with a, a cheeky wee sports quiz, which will be based on ABs and Super Rugby. Super Rugby? It's only appropriate. Yeah. Is there a price? <laughs> um, Is there chicken? We've got a uh, chicken breast. Thigh? Oh, yeah. You are a breast man, aren't you? Come on, mate. Save it for premium. <laughs> Alright guys, uh, 10 questions So if you want a number 1 to 10 down the left hand side Of your sheets of paper 
and um, yeah, we'll get into it. This is quite the pen. It's quite a nice pen, eh? I might tax it. <laughs> All right, and uh, for our listeners, uh, feel free to join on in as well. But you're not invited. <laughs> All right, guys. First question: Who at two meters? Uh, actually, two point zero six meters is the tallest All Black in history. Who at two point zero six meters, um, otherwise six foot nine, is the tallest All Black in history? Question number two, who at 136 kgs was the heaviest player to represent the All Blacks? Who at 136 kegs was the heaviest player to represent the All Blacks? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Definitely no, it's not this guy. Question number three. Who is the leading All Black try scorer in history? Who is the leading All Black try scorer in history? And uh, the clue is uh, he scored 49 tries in 62 tests. Leading All Black try scorer in history. Question number four In which country was Jerome Kainal born? In which country was Jerome Gaynor born? Former All Black Enforcer. Question number five. Which of the following countries have the ABs never played at the Rugby World Cup? So which of the following countries, um, as in one country, have the All Blacks never played at a Rugby World Cup? Yeah, Out of USA, Romania, Portugal, Uruguay. The All Blacks have never played one of those test-playing countries. Which one? Question number six. USA. You can't spell USA. <laughs> Question number six. Which All Black is second to Richie McCaw with the most Rugby World Cup appearances? And that's 20. Which All Black is second to Richie McCaw with the most Rugby World Cup appearances, and that's 20. And the three names I've got for you, Sam Whitelock, Sean Fitzpatrick, Kevin Bialamu. <laughs> Question number seven. Who was the first player to bring up 200 Super Rugby appearances? Hey. Who was the first player to bring up 200 Super Rugby appearances? 200 Super Rugby appearances? Yeah. Hang on, hang on. 200? Quick yeah. maths. 200. 200 of them. Games for a Super Rugby franchise. Yeah. Question number eight. Who was the youngest player to ever play Super Rugby? Who was the youngest player to ever play Super Rugby? And uh, I'll give you four names. Jordan Betsaya, Rico Ioane, Doug Howlett, or James O'Connor? 
Question number nine. Which player holds the record for the most tries in a single Super Rugby season? Which player holds the record for the most tries in a single Super Rugby season? And that is out of Jeff Wilson, Christian Cullen, Ben Lamb, or Joe Roth? What are those options again, sir? Uh, we've got Jeff Wilson, Christian Cullen, Ben Lamb, or Joe Roth. And the last question, question number 10. Before the 2020 Super Rugby season was suspended, which team was sitting top? Before the 2020 Super Rugby season was suspended, which team was sitting top? And it's out of the Hurricanes, the Crusaders, the Brumbies, or the Sharks? All right. Uh, I just want to try to answer that 200 gamer. I've got a lot of answers, but they could be maybes. But <laughs> I could have done really well or really, really badly. All right. I can't even think of one person. Really? All right. We'll give you another couple of seconds and then we'll swap you. Swap your bits of paper. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Three, two, one, swap. All right. Ten, ten questions. The answers to these ten questions. First question was who at two meters point zero six is the tallest All Black in history? Six foot nine he was. Coxley. No, not Mark Cooks. Dominic Bird. Wasn't Dominic it? Bird. Oh, Bird. Birdman. <laughs> Dominic Bird. Blues, eh? Can't Crusaders. Crusaders, yeah, that's right. I've got to start watching and, more. And, and Chiefs. And Chiefs minor. Yeah. He crossed them out. All right. Dominic Bird at six foot nine. Uh, question number two. Who had 136 kegs? Heaviest player represent the All Blacks. Neighbor. Villager. Netmia. Tialata. 136 kegs. Yeah. Gee, that was... It was a long time ago. That was my seventh Yeah, I think we're the same down <laughs> to at least five. Number three, who was the leading all-black try scorer in history with 49 and 62 tests? Douglas. Douglas Howlett. Out of the Highlanders, Hurricanes and Blues system. Mm. In Auckland Grammar. Question number four, in which country was Jerome Conal born? American Samoa. American Samoa. I was hoping you'd just trip up and go Samoa. <laughs> oh, why? <laughs> Question number five. Which of the following countries have the ABs never played at a Rugby World Cup? Portugal? No. It is USA, eh? No. Oh. Romania? No. Uruguay. 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 No, not Uruguay. Not Uruguay. Oh. Well, was it Georgia? That was the one I was certain they had played. Yeah. So, well, it's funny because I, I actually thought it was Romania for some reason. Because um, I get confused because Sam Wolf had Uruguay. Yeah. But it's the All Blacks that haven't had Uruguay. So there you go. Yeah. Question number six Which All Black is second to Richard McCaw with the most Rugby World Cup appearances? And that was with 20. Uh, Kevin Mellon. Ha ha! Ha Question number seven Who was the first player to bring up 200 Super Rugby appearances? White Crockett. White Crockett. Yeah. Who did you write down the entry? Just put McCaw. Why Crocker, what a man. Crockzilla. Number eight. Who was the youngest player to ever play Super Rugby? 
O'Connor. Yes. James O'Connor. Question number nine. Which player holds the record for the most tries in a single Super Rugby season? Bridge got Jack Ross. <laughs> Jack Ross. They are. Wow. Joe Rock? No, it wasn't Joe Rock. Oh. It was the Hurricanes' very own. Kelly. Ben Lamb. Oh, Ben Lamb. Ah, I was going to put Ben Lamb. I originally put Nani Lamati before he gave us options because I oh, thought yeah. him and Bunce Hussle had that. Yeah, they did. Yeah, one year, and then I think Lamb surpassed ah. um, Sorry, just before we go to the last one because I think we're pretty close here. How many have I got? In uh, you got one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, so we, so it's down to us, and we've got different answers for the last <laughs> one. Oh, wow. I think Could, it's you, bro. Couldn't have asked oh, no, for I don't think it was that. Couldn't have asked for a better quiz. Before the season, 2020 was suspended. Which team was sitting top? It was out of the Canes, the Crusaders, the Brumbies, or the Sharks? For the listeners out there, I have Canes. And you, who did you put? I had the Brumbies. Yeah. And the answer is? Probably none of us. The Sharks. <laughs> <laughs> we have a tie. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> it was yeah. the Sharks. Both really smart or both, <laughs> <laughs> both really... Um, five out of ten is not too bad, actually. Yeah, 50%. I wish I had a tie-breaking question. I don't. Um, so, yeah. So, we'll call it a tie. Call it a tie. I'm happy with that. Well you, can, you can share the, uh, you the guys, chicken breast. <laughs> you guys know how useless I am at these things. <laughs> Thanks, nice guys. Good, uh, good yeah, good no worries. No worries. Good, uh, yeah, good activity there. A couple of talking points. Oh, um, no. And I'm going to open up to you guys as well after oh, this. No. But um, I've obviously got a couple. First one is um, a wee bit close to the heart. State of O. No! Yeah, last, Up the Maroons. Last Wednesday, we saw a pretty um, star-studded New South Wales Blues team Choke. go in as pretty heavy favourites. Mm. And the Maroons, um, very youthful. A couple of stars sprinkled throughout the squad. Um, but, man, Meninga and Bennett. Mm. Their influence was obviously a lot bigger than uh, us Blues fans thought it was going to be. See, I don't think it was. No? No, nah, not at all. I'm not, gi- I'm not giving those guys credit. Go on, Fudge, what do you got? For them beating the Blues, bro. The Blues were useless. Well, I, like you, have been trying to convince myself that the Blues lost that more than the Maroons won it. Mate, that, 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 was, that was what I was thinking, you know, for the first few days. But then I just... And I just stayed off Facebook. I, every time Blimmin' Highlights came on, a replay, I was like, and then I just thought, flipping thank you, guy, man. What a flipping machine. What a state of origin. It is unreal, right? man. Like, and it was funny. Was it Bennett that made the comment, why don't you wear your maroon stuff under your Rabbitohs one? Mm. He's that good, eh? It's, man, yeah, Gagai like for me was, yeah, I, I, well, for me too, but you got to give credit where it's due. And, man, Gagai was unreal. Fridge, what else have you got to share? Yeah, not giving those coaches credit at all. Uh, the Wellington Orcas could have beat the Blues off the way they, they played on, the, on Wednesday, mate. The Blues were poo. And it was, I, could, I could see it right from the start, man. Uh, they were no good. And, like, that Queensland team, they're not great. They, they just rode the wave, as, as we say in, in sevens, and they got through. Didn't enjoy the game at all. Thought it was one of the worst... Um, state of <laughs> just honestly, one of the worst state of origin games I've ever seen in my life. It just said there was no hype. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like these blues guys need to take a good look 
good look at themselves uh, tonight before they go to bed. Do some visualization and get up tomorrow. If they don't put 30 or 40 on these guys tomorrow, man, I don't hear it. If they win, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. And we'll go on to win game three. Unbelievable. They were useless, bro. Mm. Huge. You've been celebrating <laughs> since last, uh, since oh. midnight Wednesday night, last Wednesday. Can I just cut in here yeah. just one more time? And the thing is, like, I'm not really too fussed about the banter side of things because it was just a really bad game. Actually, I'll say it was a shit game. It was shit. So I haven't really been fussed about copying it from people because it was just a bad game. Take the glory, Edge. It's all yours. Oh, just loving this. Just loving this, this chat and the, the hurt that I can hear in your voices. Um, oh, where do I start? Like, whatever happens from now, I've got to win. It's Fridgy talking about 3-0, 3-0, clean sweep and stuff like that. Like, just loving it, eh? I, um, I actually watched, I, I had it on delay because I was, um, yeah, didn't get back home until a bit later that night. And I sort of worried that I was going to start getting messages popping up because knowing that the Blues were won. But when, as soon as I knew there was no messages coming Why through. Why did I send it, eh? Yeah. When there was no messages coming through, I thought, oh, actually, I think, I think the Maroons might have got up here. Um, but yeah, I, I actually agree with you, Fridgy. I thought that the Blues lost it more than the Maroons won it. Um, just oh. that, that first half, I was worried because the Blues, like Queensland had all the ball, but as soon as the Blues got any ball, they were scoring tries at will. But then that second half, like I, I thought um, Kerry was pretty average. Um, he's obviously paid the price for that as well for non-selection tomorrow. Um, I thought Cleary was also pretty average. Um, whether or not he's uh, talking about he might be tired and that from the season that he's been. He's probably been on a bend ever since post-grand final as well, so he's probably just getting over that. So he's probably going to be better tomorrow night. But No excuse. Yeah, but um, oh, I just loved it. Like, Queensland just loved being the underdog. Um, oh, get out of here, <laughs> underdog. They have uh, uh, oh, they clear underdogs last week. Like I, I agree. Like I looked at that Queensland team, and I know I should have a bit more faith than... Uh, the Maroons, but I looked at it going, oh, geez, this is pretty, I'm a bit worried here, because this could I, be a record hiding, but I, yeah, I can, turn, turn it up and, and get the win, it's, uh, it's fantastic. I completely disagree, there's never an underdog in origin. Oh, it's no, always... Definitely, Maroons last week were underdogs. Clearly. Like all the superstars of New South Wales, and we had yeah, on guys paper. in the Maroons, like uh, Philip Sammy, who plays a you know, good rugby for the Titans, but he's no superstar or anything like mm. that, had Kurt Capewell, who's a reserve forward for Penrith, playing in the mid, in the centres and carved up. Um, and yeah, so clear underdogs. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so it'll be interesting. Um, I thought one of the better players was AJ Brimson, um, so he's out injured now, which is a bit of a shame. But they get back Val home, so hopefully he can step up. Look, um, but look, yeah, man, it's just great though, just just to really not not let you get your three and zero. So um, here we go. Oh, man, I'll take a 2-1. But if they lose this game tomorrow, <laughs> mate, drop a lot of them. Drop them all. Get, get in the bloody under-20s uh, New South uh, Welsh kids into to bloody play. Yeah. Junior Polo was awesome in the first half, but then he just ran out of gas. Second half. He had nothing really... Bro, they all out. ran out of gas. Yeah. Mate, what have, what have they been... The, they could be training the last month. They've, they've all been on Mad Mondays and... Off season since they finished, mm. bums. 
keep trying. Love you guys, but my credit card about to blow up. I had to ghost my brother's calls on the Thursday after as well. <laughs> oh, loving it. Love Vi- Vibers coming through from the LC boys. Very good. Um, during that, you guys would have heard it as well, but Gus Gold talking about how Wayne Bennett's the best halftime coach. And he was saying, oh, he's got something up his sleeve now. He's going to go into halftime, and I wouldn't be surprised if these guys turn around and sit him out. And then he called it, picked it. No. The credit to the coaches, Fridgey. No, I'm not giving Wayne those Bennett, guys any love at all. Coach out. How long did they have the squad for? couple of weeks oh training for a week yeah no impact at all <laughs> um give us your rundown nays yeah I've, mate i was as disappointed as any blues fan was um because i was super confident like mm. looking at that i mean the blues had guns right across the park and if a few of them weren't going to fire at least you could probably rely on a few others like honestly um at half time i was still a little bit nervous even though they were 10 up because the tries that they scored were, weren't really clinical when they should have been up by more than that. But the second half, like to see Ado Carr literally just catch and return, and they gave him one chance on the, you know, on the, on the wing, and he scored late in the game, but it was too late. Um, yeah, but I, I, yeah, to be honest, you know, looking forward tomorrow, I, yeah, the Blues, I don't think, will play um, anywhere near as badly as they were last week. I, I actually think they'll, they'll, um, they'll even the series tomorrow night. Um, and look, I'll take a, a one point one. Um, but then obviously it, it just gets tougher because they've got to go to Suncorp to, mm. to to try and win it. So I'm just looking as far as ahead as tomorrow night, and hopefully um, just after midnight tomorrow we can um, yeah we can be sharing messages amongst our group again and <laughs> and sending through some um, yeah some uh, some uh, some what do you call them gifties gifts yeah gifts whatever <laughs> gifts um, giffy yeah, stuff some, some blue yeah some uh, some. Heavily blue gifts uh, tomorrow, yeah. right? But we'll see yeah. how we go. Um, yeah. So I was thinking about the no influence from the coaches. I reckon I disagree. It's um, like when you've got a shorter week. I reckon the way coaches that can motivate are probably more valuable than those ones that can coach in that short period of time. And I think Bennett's known as a motivator as well. So I think uh, I think Bennett would have been ideal for that little short turnaround to actually get guys up and. He would have been driving into them about how everyone's saying they're the worst Marines team ever and no one's respecting you and all that. And they would have they would have come out absolutely fired. So I reckon, to be fair, the coaches probably had a massive influence on that game. Mate, Bennett can go run into a wall for <laughs> He probably would. Um, look, if we win game game two tomorrow, I'm just going to I'm gonna ham on Facebook on all those bloody Marine supporters <laughs> that just come out of the woodwork after one bloody game. There's some good people out there. Don't get me wrong. Some of these guys just, just drop it real bad. And, mate, I'm after you. I'm going to give it to you so bad. <laughs> I I, uh, I heard from some Maroons fans on Facebook I haven't heard from in a couple of years. I didn't realise we were still friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's the beauty of Savage, right? Yeah. You know, oh, we... It's exactly the same when Queensland were having their run. And I think New South Wales picked up a cheeky win here and there. You guys don't know. Thing, you and... guys do not know. <laughs> and the you'll pay... get the one win and it'll be like, yeah, we've won, we've won. So. New South Wales are like the Aussie of rugby union. Take that, back. <laughs> Take that back right now. Get one win and I think it's... Uh... Um, I hope Freddie gave them the spray of sprays uh, mm. after their first game. Yeah, They didn't even deserve to be in that jersey, bro. Yeah. They played that bad. I was disgusted. Interesting jersey. You think I'll just go back to the traditional just not, baby blues? Do you know yeah, what not. that was for, though? So that was when 
New South Wales Rugby League started up the partnership with Henry of New Zealand clothing brand. They, that was the very first jersey they designed for them back in those days. And it was like the end of 20th anniversary or something like that. So they brought back that. So I think they will be reverting back to the the plain blue. As of Canterbury, time. get out of it. Yeah. Yeah, nobody cares about our yeah. origin. Uh, but all you guys, I'm telling you right now, if we win the series, I'm coming after you. <laughs> I, I'm, you know, actually, what? No matter what happens tomorrow night, I'm staying quiet. But if we win Game Three, <laughs> I am coming after you with the wrath of the gods. <laughs> I'm coming. Be ready. I'm gonna smash you guys oh, right in the face. Just remember, I took it easy on you on social media. Yeah, mate. Oh, you're on my good list. <laughs> you're not one of these guys, man. These guys on Facebook, bro. You should see them, man. I'm just Name gonna, them. Nah, I'm just gonna destroy them, and I'm just gonna keep destroying them for weeks and weeks. I'm gonna make <laughs> videos on Instagram and Snapchat. Beware. <laughs> if we lose, go into hibernation. Mikey's got a eh? Mikey Daniel. Oh, <laughs> he's in there. All right, that's enough. Uh, so my own talk. Yeah. Um, the other one I wanted to mention was the national under 85s mm. final. Did you guys get a chance to have a look at the highlights yeah, of that one? No, impressive footage, man. It's great. Oh, right up there with Origin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a better spectacle than last week. Um, we spoke about it on Sunday, eh, Fridgey? Um, it was, yeah. It was great footy, bro. Quality of rugby is like, outstanding. Yeah. Like, it was a great game to watch. Yeah. Uh, it amazes me um, just the level it was at. They could have easily been a Premier Reserve side or Premier side in some parts of the country. They'll. They're kind of that good. They're running shape. Mm. It seems to run in shape and run it well. It's must either well coached or You're making it sound like they're under thirteen or something, not under eighty five kilos. Oh, I'm just trying <laughs> to like <laughs> think of the competition in Wellington. Yeah, like. yeah. It's a bit different. Yeah, <clears throat> not yeah. dogging it. But like I've always been a fan of um like it was like with the Brotherhood. Like just because you play that great or play socially doesn't mean you can't put real training and, and mm, real kind yeah. of um, effort into it so yeah that was cool to see yeah, I think real intense I think a lot of them like their Eden team I know <clears throat> they mentioned last week had about eight um, premier players actually in the 85 team did they and stack it I, I don't know whether or not they stacked it for that or whether they've had like they've previously been premier players and they've all decided to stack a team for the, the season this year but I know Club Rugby mentioned that they had eight premier even premier players in their team against Eastbourne the other week so I guess in that it's just yeah they would have pretty good skill set. And someone said, it might have been Yap or someone on the weekend said, it was probably similar to like a boxing division where all the flyweights uh, uh, some of the best entertainers because they're so quick and fast and mm. accurate and just really technical as well. So probably similar to that. I'd love to see like a club champs kind of comp. Like, like even if it was just North Island. Yeah, like winners up there. Yeah. It's in Premier Rugby. Or, or like both grades. That, I mean, having watched that game and yeah. even the few weeks ago, the when Eastbourne ran out on the stadium, played Axman. Yeah. Look, there's a few. I saw a few players that they didn't look under 85 kg. Hard. There would have been a few there that were easily in the 90s. So interesting. I don't know if the guys are weighed on. I'm pretty sure they weighed on match day. Yeah, but man, mm. I don't know. Some of those guys weight cutting. Yeah, but um, mate, what a yeah, what a great advertisement for the 85s grade, and I guess that was leading into 
my point that, you know, um, it'd be great to see the villagers, you know. I, I mean, I could, you know, maybe we could have put, you know, named a 15 or a 22 tonight, you know, from some of our, you know, some of our players that are under 85 that would, um, you know, take the, the, the village to, um, yeah, to those kind of heights nationally. Um, but, yeah, great, great advertisement. Yeah. Like, well done to whoever organised it or, like, Sky coming on board to televise it as well. These guys are getting on national TV for, for playing footy. Um, could they do, like, a 120s grade or something like that? Have that kind of comp? It's 15 big bikes running around. Yeah, yeah. great watch. Yeah. yeah. It's, had, uh, it's had slower than the 85s, but that's right. Yeah, for me... Yeah, there was talk at the um, there was talk at the Prem Reserve breakup about some of our boys putting or putting their hands up for eighty five this year as well. Which, mm. as you mentioned, we could make a pretty decent side. Um, only negative about that is that it then pulls from mm. our um, other senior teams, which are obviously more the capital playing in. But yeah, great concept. Um, it's great. I actually agree with Bridget. It'd be awesome to see a, a club champ. Hey, you agree with me? <laughs> but, um, yeah, just to try, try and find the best like premier rugby club in New Zealand would be mm. pretty cool. Again, only bad thing about that is that quite a lot of guys after club rugby sort of go off to rep rugby, so mm. that sort of interferes with that a bit as well. So, and it, but love love yeah. to if they could make it work to see that happen. And that, that's that was one thing I, I guess I brought up in recent in previous uh, chats was uh, the top four club comp that we had that I grew up watching. And I'd just walk down the road on, onto the wreck and we'd have, you know, Christchurch Club and yeah. the Dunedin Club and Ponsonby and Patoni. Like, man, that'll be awesome, eh? It'll be awesome to see something like that. That was played, was that played at the start of the year or was that at the end? Uh, oh, gosh, I can't remember. It might have been, oh, I, I, I'm, I'm leaning more towards the end of the year, but yeah. yeah. yeah I remember once, I, I, this wasn't an official top four, but I know that Christchurch Club won the, Henry Comp and Patoni just won that in mm. 2000. So my first year down mm. here, I actually played in their one against Christchurch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but that wasn't an official top four or yeah. final or anything like that. But it was pretty mm. cool to play that. But that was played at the start of the year as a preseason yeah. game. So yeah. obviously there's been a few chop and changes yeah. and people have left and stuff like that. So it's probably not a true reflection. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, still a pretty cool concept though. I remember reading online a few months ago about a Patoni went up to play the Ponies. The Pons Ponies is in Ponsonby, but up in Eden Park, like in the mid-70s or something. And you know, Auckland, you know, it's a pretty it's a stronghold and, and the Ponce will be dominated for years and years up there. And, you know, so for a team out of Wellington to go up and no one even, you know, batted an eyelid thinking they were even going to get close and Patani went up and, and did a job on them on, on Eden Park. Um, yeah, I think Fridge is uh, going to introduce the next uh, <coughs> talking point. Did, did you have any age? No. Oh, you didn't do any homework? Oh, no, I had the one about the, um, <laughs> the red cards. Oh, that's red right. Cards the <clears throat> you mind a non-rugby? Just, you know, just random things to talk about. Uh, first one I'll, I'll go around the table with is uh, just the top three things on, on your um, bucket list, like things you'd want to do or places you want to, you know, just anything, yep. places you want to visit or just things you want to do. Top three, if you have three, or you can go around and name one each for a couple of rounds. But for me, I guess one, well, it used to be travel the States mm. or live it to a year in the States or something like that. 
Uh, now that they kind of voted 50-50, you'll see what all these Trump supporters are there. Yeah, um, you have one yet? Yeah, mine was actually very exactly the same, pretty much. I just want to go to the States and um, just go see places that you only sort of see on movies. Mm. Um, so go do that. Vegas, I'd love to go to Vegas as well, experience that. But yeah, just, just get over in the States. You see so much more on TV that you'd like to actually be there and do that. So yeah, similar. I think like I said, you hit, bro, I used, to, I used to say that as well, places places you used to see on TV. Because I know heaps of people travel and stuff, but not a lot of people do. Mm. Be mad just to see something, you know, like even something as simple as um, Statue of Liberty. Oh, yeah, like Empire State <laughs> Building and stuff like yeah. that. And things like that. It would just be pretty cool just to experience it. Or even just like the cafes and stuff Food, like that. Yeah. candy, yeah. Texas barbecue. Yeah, Disneyland. Mm. Mm. Uh, yes. Um, yeah, it's 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 funny you, you bring that up. I um I've been lucky to do a bit of travel and man, managed to tick a few boxes around that. So I do, I did classical studies at, when I was at Scots in my year twelve and thirteen or sixth and seventh form as you used to call it. And so we um you know stuff like you know Odysseus and Alexander the Great and stuff like that. And so. I, I got to travel to Italy to visit when Willie Collins was playing over there, and I got to see in the flesh, you know, and visit the Vatican City, Rome, Florence, Venice, Milan, Brescia, Pisa. Like it was, like it was unreal. It was to, to finally sort of see it in the in the in the flesh was was awesome. The US as well. New York was somewhere I'd always wanted to go, and obviously we we see it five years ago. So I got to see some of the um, the landmarks there, which was um, was pretty awesome. Um, I got to a state of state of O in 2003, which was which was one of my bucket lists for a long time. So I ticked that box. Um, but if I think of one of my top three bucket lists at the moment, it'll be um, to get to an Olympics and watch oh, the 100 meter yeah. final. Yeah. So that that's definitely one of mine. <coughs> uh, 100 meter final. Yeah. Like to think to think of these athletes that that'll be running in that race, and it doesn't matter if it's the male, the men, or the women's one. Um, any of those, but um, to think that these guys train their whole, you know, I you know, say their whole lives. I mean, obviously they get to an age where it's 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 feasible and it's tangible and it can be done. So they go through college and that. So, but basically, as you look at it, it's a four-year cycle. So these athletes are training four years for a race that is going to be for the men for ten seconds under ten seconds, and for the women under eleven. 11 and a half maybe um, so to be there to watch that, that that's definitely one of my top three bucket list items that's a good one real good one um, yeah it's funny you mentioned New York before because um, that bro one of, the, one of the big dreams bro, it used to be a massive dream of mine to go to New York and um, watch a Dave Letterman show live um, and then he bloody retired back in 2015 so I was real gutted up Love the show, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, any more with you, Uge? Uh, yeah, so my one was um, State of O as well, uh, but also like to tie in going to watch the Matty John show live as well. Um, you would have heard on the pod, I'm a big fan of Matty John's and, and Fletch and uh, Hindy and stuff like that. So I would love to tie that in and then go watch State of O. I just love State of O, so mm. going to see that spectacle would be cool. So definitely on the bucket list. Yeah, another, another one of mine. Um, it, was a, it was a musical one, and 
kind of funnyish, but one one in music would be just to record one track, just have one, make one song, you know, and just see how it goes. And the other ones to play like a festival, like One Love or like Ragged Muffin or something like that. See how that Band goes. again. Yeah. One day. Bridge in the villages. Make it happen. Mm. Any more with uh, you, Easy? Uh, one of the tennis majors. Mm. Oh. Uh, so maybe, yes. maybe Wimbledon. It'd have to be Wimbledon. Uh, yeah, Wimbledon. Although, mate, I'll be happy to go across the, uh, across the ditch to Blinders um, and watch the Aussie Open. Or, or, the, or the US Open, mm. but yeah, Wimbledon probably, or Wimbledon maybe the women's final, watching Serena play, I don't know, maybe Osaka. Mm. I actually had an opportunity Cody to go to Wimbledon a few years ago. Really? Um, so I didn't actually realise, and I was, uh, I was playing in Germany at the time, and a, mate of, a really good mate of mine had an engagement party, and they were living in London. So I went over there and it was just so happy to be with Wimbledon's on and had got um had a big night at the engagement party, got absolutely, you know, thing the next day I was probably top five hangovers of my life. And I was just bedridden <laughs> and I got offered tickets to go along and I just couldn't bring myself to do it. So actually missed out on the chance to go to Wimbledon and, and watch a few games. So yeah. It's pretty been the perfect that. place to be hungover. In just sit there, just yeah, I know, but refresh on water and parry. Yeah, and I'm bad with hangovers though. Like I just don't wanna even be anywhere. Move. Yeah. 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 yeah don't don't drink it. big kids. Sad for you. And you miss out on bucket list opportunities. <laughs> Wimbledon would be great. Oh man. Um I just want to share a story about when I was working at the hotel at the Intercontinental. Um so I had a day off and then on that day off, which was a Wednesday, uh, I was catching up with a friend in the evening and I got a phone call from work. And and so I the the phone was on vibrate so I didn't see it and then I didn't find the, the missed call till ten minutes after the call. And I was just like, It's a phone call from work. I was thinking, Oh, they're probably calling about my shift tomorrow or whatever. I just thought, Oh, I'll just wait till I get home and I wasn't home for another few hours after that. And then I forgot about it and then the following morning I went into work and um because there was no message on the voicemail, and I got to work, and then um, I, I think it was Dave who was on night shift um, said to me, "Oh, did you know did Kirsty get in touch with you last night?" And uh, I said, "Oh, no, yeah, I had a missed call, and I actually I forgot to follow up, bring her back. I just thought, like, you know, if it was important, that they might have rung back or flipped the text." And I thought, "I'll just um, I'll just wait till tomorrow morning." And then I went to work and started my shift, and then uh, Dave goes to me, "Oh, I think it was um, she was trying to get hold of you because um." Voice of Men checked in yesterday on my day off. Oh, oh. Yeah, uh, Boys of checked in yesterday on the day off, and um, and they they had some tickets for some of the staff. Oh. And Kirsty knew that you know you're a massive fan, and um, she tried to call you. Honestly, I've never had that feeling before. That that drained feeling, I felt it through my body, mm. like thinking, I didn't follow up that call. Return, I didn't return that call. You know, and it was just you know, I mean, I'm yeah. looking back now. You know, I, I would have, you know, been able to watch, you know, some of my favourite musos and, mm. you know, in a long time. And something I haven't really gotten over, but um, but I think back now, the importance of, you know, if you, you know, if, if you have a missed call, then just call back because you just never know. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, Chris, you just thought, oh, he's busy. I'll just bring someone else to use the tickets. Mm. So, yeah, so that was potentially a bucket list. So what was her name? 
<clears throat> Johnson. Why didn't she just ring multiple times, eh? Yeah. Does she really yeah. care? Well, I don't know. And then, I, I mean, I, I, did I was, she end up going? She didn't go because uh, I think she was working that night. That's oh, why yeah. she rang. Um, but I, yeah, but but again, you know, I, you know, I could have, you know, women had a go at her, but then again, it wasn't really her fault. <laughs> she was, <laughs> she was had a couple of tickets and trying to get rid of them. And yeah, uh, that was the Michael Fowler show. I think it was Michael Fowler. Yeah, yeah. And we're going back about. 2004 or oh, 5, maybe yeah. around then. Yeah. Um, bro, as soon as I heard they were coming, there used to be like a ticket tech agent in the hut. Um, like, I think it was maybe the first or second day uh, tickets were open. Like, tickets in the sale, like, you know, concerts usually do, boys to me, a bit older and not everyone knows them and stuff. Uh, I got in there and um, there were still tickets available. And I, I did I save up? Yeah, I think I saved up for it so when it came out I could get two two tickets straight away. And uh went in there and the guy was showing me the thing and there was still like front row seats available. So it was like those two and it was brothers front and center, uh front row, uh center. And um it was I took a mate, uh and uh female mate? Yeah, it was a date. Yeah. But what a perfect date, eh? Front and center, <laughs> had a few drinks beforehand. Uh, and then we kind of got there a little bit late. So when we walked in, um, this lady ushered us to the front, but all the lights were still on. And you can imagine, like, everyone's there. And there's just multiple people, like, just seeing you go down there for the date to the front seat. And you start getting all the texts on the Nokia, <laughs> on the old uh, 1080. Uh, but perfect date. It was a great night. Mm. There you go. Uh, regrets, eh? Yeah, there's more to the story which I'll fill you in after we uh, stop recording. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, well, that was it. What's your favourite meal of the day? Breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Yeah, well, can I start? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't normally eat breakfast. Hey. Yeah, no, I don't. I'm not a big breakfast man. Um, it takes me a while to actually wake up and get tired, and quite often, most days, I don't probably eat my first meals around about one thirty-two. Um, but yeah, so definitely dinner for me, or mm. dinner like a good hearty meal. Yeah. Easy. Mine's a lunch, um, mm. and, and it's it's a late lunch. Like you, yeah. I don't have an appetite in the morning. I, I've been trying to get into it now. I, I you know, because I I've always understood the importance of a good breakfast, mm. but I've never always had a good breakfast. Um, so I don't normally eat till yeah. Like you, yeah, it's sort of one thirty. So that's my big meal for the day. And if I'm gonna have a dinner later on, if I, you know, if I'm hungry enough to, I will. But quite often, I'll just go out without dinner and just have, um, yeah, something light later on. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so it's it's probably not a good good habit. But yes, yeah, I've always been like that. It mm -hmm. was really tricky during the um, rugby because um, I'd have to force myself to eat in the yeah. morning for a game. I just would never have appetite. Yeah, every now and again, I love like going out to a cafe for like a, a brunch or a big brickie, grab a big brickie and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, breakfast and morning <coughs> first thing, wake up. Like people wake up and hungry. Yeah. I just can't do that. Yeah, like, well, I'm like you guys. Like I don't always have breakfast. When I do, it's just pretty average. But while it's, I don't always have it, it is my favorite kind of meal of the day. Especially for things like when you go out to a cafe and have those real, real good ones. Uh, but as you can imagine, 
I'll enjoy all three meals. <laughs> you been out to prefab lately? Nah, not for ages, eh? Mm. Have to, though. Have you been oh, there? Oh, I haven't been for a long time, but for Bricky. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, and you've got to you got to be prepared for a queue as well because I've yeah. been a couple of times and I'm mm. yeah, you're stuck out on the on the pavement for a wee yeah. while. Well, there. A lot of celebrity um, attendance there as well, isn't there? I haven't, I haven't come across a celebrity yet. Yeah, um, I went there. Um, been there a couple of times, and most of the time it's uh, yeah, a few a few well-known faces going around, mainly sportsmen. Mm. Naser on one occasion was there. Best yeah, best uh, scrambled eggs I've had. Bacon's good. Mm. Uh, they cure it and smoke it themselves. It's not a fact. I just threw it out there just to make it sound a bit, <laughs> bit it's better. A busy, it's a busy kitchen. There's about yeah. 80 people in the kitchen. So it's unreal. Their uh, baked goods um, are really good as well. Mm. Favourite breakfast? If you had a choice, if you could have your perfect breakfast, what would it be? Oh, bacon, eggs, hash brown. Just a standard like, big breakfast? Yep. Just a big, yeah. Arizona used to do a really, really good big breakfast. Mm. It had everything. All right. I'll go dig deeper. What would be your perfect big breakfast? What sort of bits of the big breakfast would be involved? Mushrooms? Big on mushrooms? Yeah, yeah, mushrooms, tomatoes. Um, Kranskis yeah, or do you yeah, just cr- like a normal sausage? Oh, no. either. Yeah, either no, or. I'm a normal sausage. Mine, yeah. yeah, I'm a cheese Kranski. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the eggs um, made of, yeah, yeah, could be scrambled or poached. Yeah. Um, yeah, a bit of avocado, bacon. Mm. Toast. Hash brown. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely hash brown. Um, yeah, toast. And a coffee. And a caramel latte. Bananas, <clears throat> banana smoothie for me. Um, smoothie. I also, I'm, I'm partial to a uh, mint pudding. And a, mm. and a brekkie. Really? Um, and, yeah, big fan. Uh, caffeine on Jackson. Oh, yeah. Their breakfasts. They do like this black pudding. Um, Racist. Benedict. <laughs> mm. So nice. Well, I love good hollandaise. Has to be a good hollandaise. Mm. You can get some pretty bad hollandaise. Yeah. A good hollandaise, and it's got like a, a rosti and black pudding. It's the best breakfast I've had in my whole time. Get along, support local. Mm. Yep. That's pretty much it. <clears throat> Just going through the, the random question generator at the moment. <laughs> uh, Just looking for a good one. Okay, here's one. What are your three must-have smartphone apps? Um, for me, yeah, I spend a lot of time on Instagram. Tinder, what? <laughs> uh, Instagram, Facebook, and let me look at my phone. Oh, probably Gmail. Hmm. On that, update on emails. So, found out an interesting fact that um, we're discussing this around, <laughs> around emails and, um, my good friend Tuani Tui over in France having a chat about it and he's giving me a bit of ribbing and we sort of posed the question to him, what was his first email? Um, and it must be something to do with Wanganui and being, and being big or huge, but his, his was bigh2e at hotmail.com. Um, and that was also big, the letter H, the number two, and the a little e at hotmail.com. And that was, uh, <laughs> that was his email. So... We'd love to hear it. So get along to the, what's our email address? Tony Saddlechat at gmail.com. Yeah, send us in your send original your emails. Original ones. Put a bit of banter <clears throat> into it. Yeah. And we'll see if they're still live. Mm. 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 Nice. Uh, but sorry, your three apps? Uh, uh, mine will be probably Netflix, oh, uh, uh, yeah. Facebook, 
and um and Pinterest. Mm. Right? Yeah, yeah. Have, have a look. Have, have, check it out. Wanna give it a no, yeah, 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 it. It no, yeah, yeah. Actually, can we do we have to differentiate Messenger and Facebook? Because probably Messenger we use yeah. quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. If it's a worker. Mm. Uh but um you're a keen, keen uh, Instagrammer now. Oh, I'm not. So, I'm not keen. I actually don't know how to use it. Oh, I, I'm like legit. Like I, I, I know how to check messages. I, I know how to post uh, a photo and a bit of a story, background story. I have no idea how to share it. Mm. I feel bad because people, people tag me and stuff, and I'm just like, I have no idea how to share this, and I haven't. I have no idea how to share, like even make my own story. It's so I'm pretty, yeah, mate. I'm an abs- I'm, I'm an Insta virgin, you could probably say. Um, yeah, but at, at the moment, I yeah, it, I, it's cool to jump on and follow, you know, some old mates and some old faces, and yeah. So yeah, yeah. Sorry, getting there, but yeah, I, I wouldn't. Apart from that, I'm. Yeah, yeah. I'm not very good at the old Insta, and like, I, I don't know how to oh, share stuff. Oh, all the time. oh dear. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm getting there slowly, getting a bit better. I've learned how to do like your location and stuff like that now, but yeah, that's probably about it. There's, there's some real, I mean, demons on it the whole time, and, oh, and he obviously, yeah, you know, So I've got some mates who flipping, mate, they, they know how to flipping, you know, um, sugar things up, and I'm just like, well, that's a little bit out of my league, <laughs> a bit above me, but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm an absolute pro now, yeah, with Insta, yeah. uh, good, good, uh, just social media stalker in general. If you need me to find someone, I'll probably find. I never them. quite got Snapchat, eh? Never quite worked out how to use that, eh? So I just don't really use it anymore. It's been... <clears throat> I used to be known as the king of Snapchat. Mm. You know when you know you you were on Snap, eh? I used to be. Yeah, I don't frequent that anymore. Like no. when I went out all the time, still over it. Now I hardly use it. Yeah, all my followers probably just see going. It's pretty yet. But yeah, get get it, get it. It's because your, your camera's <clears throat> playing up. Remember, it got real, <laughs> yeah, got, got real, really yeah. fuzzy, misty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I stopped. Yeah, that was crisp. Yeah, but one of our listeners, keen listeners, I won't, I won't say his name. Uh, he's also a good, good at finding people as well on our socials. Uh, moving along, last <laughs> question: uh, Would you rather be homeless for a year or in jail for a year? That's a great question. Thank you, thank you to conversationstarters.com. <laughs> Uh, oh, I'd, I'd, I'd lean towards homeless. Yeah, I think in jail you—it sounds like you you looked after us to a certain extent. Mm. But I just—I'd I'd rather be out and about. Yeah, like, no freedom. You're going to kind of move from station to station, and you know, you'd meet some pretty interesting people, and I—I'd feel comfortable fending for myself out there than than be kind of restricted to. I'm a wee bit claustrophobic sometimes, so mm. I don't know how I'd, I don't know how I'd handle um, you know being in behind bars. Yeah, um, yeah, I get that. I'm, I was leaning towards homeless to start with, but because of all the freedom. But now nah, I'll probably go prison. Um, so have you been in the <clears throat> former corrections employee? I um, sort of know what you can go through, and it's a lot of a, a rehabilitation focus. So you've got access to a lot of rehab programs and other things and obviously you get fed three meals a day and you're in a warm environment um there's a threat that people might get a bit stabby or something like that a bit later on but yeah probably prison for me yeah i often think prison you went to prison yeah I went to prison. 
yeah, I'll probably go with homelessness. Uh, just, uh, I often think about how I'd do in prison, and like I'd, I'd have a real good front, like acting like a tough guy all the time until I, I was exposed that first time. And I'm like, damn it, you got me. Yeah. Two weeks in. I just don't like the cold, eh? Yeah. Just homeless. Although I used to always think, like, when walking through, like, when I was, especially when I was a kid, I was like, oh, if I ever become homeless, I'd sort of have a look at places. Oh, I'd probably live here, sort of thing. Um, but yeah, hopefully, you never have to actually get to that. Actually, I'm going to throw one more question there, boys, uh, before you move on. And it's um, if you could start any business, what would it be? Oh, great question, Fridge. Mm. Any business at all. Money is not a thing. Um, haven't got a specific example, but I'd want something that obviously doesn't take up too much of my time so I can still actually spend a bit of, a lot of time with my family um, and free me up a bit more. So I don't want it to be all, all consuming. Um, I can still do things outside of work, coach or be involved in the club or have your family, but yeah, I don't know. Got any thingies? That's a good question, eh? On the spot, mate. Yeah. Um, you know what? Conversationstarters.com really coming through for us. <laughs> really coming through. Uh, I, I reckon a little small business slash side hustle um, might be something in maybe arts or design, I reckon, for me. Something that I have a little bit of a passion for. Um, but I'm actually trying to think more broadly, maybe even arts where it's kind of, uh, and I'm linking in sort of maybe youth work type thing, um, and just sort of trying to um, empower and make some of my you know, Pacific Island brothers uh, and sisters uh, better. At, yeah. Um, just being better, better people, and mm. yeah. yeah. So I'd love to, yeah, just have a little hub and stuff. They could like something like this, come in, and we just, you know, um, whether it's three nights a week, and the first night we focus on, you know, uh, something artsy. We just get, you know, different mediums out, um, you know, and, and then just, yeah, just see what we can come up with. Um, have like a band room and all that. Yeah, yeah. And then the, the second night could be music, and the third night could be. Yeah, leadership slash career slash sports something. So that, Food, that might be me. Yeah. Kitchen Food. and all that. Yeah, baking. Who did I have a conversation with on the weekend around? Sure, you could get some funding around that. I spoke to Hack actually. I spoke to Hack on the weekend when he was whipping up, um, obviously uh, making up little boxes of pasta. And I said to him, "Bro, do you bake as well?" And then he goes, "No, I've never really baked. I just cook." And then he's he said, "Oh, baking." He said, "He said cooking. I prefer cooking because you can kind of just sort of go a little bit." improv ad lib off the cuff. He's real good at that. He's yeah. real good at that, yeah. But I, I actually argue the point that you could actually do the same with baking. Once you've got your kind of structure. Yeah. And then you're kinda you can you can yeah, you can still kind of, you know, be quite loose with with, you know, measurements and stuff like that. And I said the only reason I got into baking was because the rest of the family cooked. And so I thought, mate, this is where I can come in after they've cooked and do a bit of baking and I prefer to bake and prefer to clean than cook. Mm. Yeah, so that was that was actually uh, quite interesting on the weekend having a good convo with uh, Mr. O'Toole. Mm. That was a great answer. <coughs> mine, mine, mine were real shallow. Um, 
first business I'd, I'd like I reckon it'll be cool having a bar just with like mean old school music just a real chilled out bar <clears throat> people sit around having food uh, listening to real good music um, and then the other one <laughs> I've had this idea for about 12 years now I've always wanted to have some sort of food truck or food cart where you made toasted sandwiches just toasted sandwiches only um, I figured like but all the good kind of stools and trucks like pick pick a lane and stay in it and do that really well and that's your selling point but you could just do heaps of different types of flavors um of uh toasted sandwiches you know gourmet ones and all that standard ones maybe try to think of some dessert ones as well and call it toasties i don't want to burst your bubble uh, but there was a gourmet toasted sandwich place on Vivian Street. Oh, I've heard. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, when I drove past it, and I thought, what a great idea! Like, you know, mm. and like, like you're saying, bro, like the the combinations. I was thinking something like crepes, mm. and then we found a crepe place up Jackson Street, yeah. which I don't even know if it's still there anymore. But you know, you get from markets, you get crepes and the way that they make it and stuff, and some of the some of the fillings like savory, sweet, mate, anything. Yeah, no, you're right, eh? You're right. Like, even, like, things like fried chicken. Like, a lot of people do fried chicken, but not a lot of people only do fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Just like, a like, being the best in it. Done. Fried chicken. Idea. Get it, mate. Do it. Get into it. Uh, no, way too lazy. <laughs> <laughs> way too lazy. I'll eat, I'll eat all the food, bro. <laughs> yeah, nice. I reckon we'll wrap it up there, and uh, we'll bring back the segment again. Uh Conversationstarters.com for uh, the future pods mm, mm. or pods. Nice, nice work, Fridgy. Um, we're, we're close to wrapping up actually, but before we do, we're Hi. just gonna, yeah, well, it's a wee bit early. Um, we're just gonna have a chat about what's uh, anything coming up this week. Obviously, uh, Fridge, uh, you'll be heavily involved in the second leg of uh, the Wellington Rugby Club uh, or Wellington Rugby Football Club, Wellington Rugby Union. Club Ambassador 7 out at Maidstone, 9am kickoff. Uh, draw to be released on Friday. Unsure as to whether there'll be any new teams. It could just be the. Actually, uh, on that, uh, why not? You could be putting in a team. Oh, interesting. I was speaking with um, Josh um, Wipu. Josh Robertson, Robertson Wipu uh, yesterday. Uh, just telling them there could be a spot open here if. Um, if they don't have another team. Um, they were meant to have one last week, but a few guys pulled out, so they pulled out of that comp. But they've been training this week, so hopefully get a team. It'd be good to see them back there. Yeah, it will be. Yeah. Um, but he knows if they fall through that he can always come play here. Mm. Um, it was funny when he popped up and um, on Saturday in that group, and Vin was like, what's this guy yeah. doing in there? Yeah. Yeah. And he answered it himself. Yeah. Mate, 2019 yeah. alum. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. He belongs. Nice. Um, so that'll be that'll be interesting. Um, obviously, uh, we we're coming off a pretty good result on the weekend, and, and like we alluded to earlier, there was uh, a wee bit of noise around training tonight. A few extra bodies come through, and everyone's pretty excited about putting their hand up for um, inclusion in the squad for Saturday. So another training on Thursday, and then we'll um, we'll give it a nudge on Saturday and see if we can, uh, yeah, see if we can, um, uh, yeah. Give give some of the bigger teams a, a a go on the weekend, which will be um, is always exciting. But yeah, as we saw last weekend, there were 
obviously some teams that were um, absolutely scattered and littered with um, some seven specialists, but also great to see um, young guys, um, you know, straight out of college and some who were yeah, in their last year of college running around as well. Young guy, Ropati Soalu, um, who's only a year or two out of, I think, first year out of Aotea, um, just carving up the north. So, yeah, just a great, I guess, opportunity for some young guys to shine on, on the, in the abbreviated game. A bit more, bit more space on the field. Uh, anything else coming up this weekend? Uh, we're um, we should be looking forward to. No, I guess like in terms of sevens, like we're just going to go out there and just roll the dice, eh? see what happens. Even against those bigger teams, man. Like if you can stay in touch for half a game, then kind of anything can happen in that that, that next seven. Um, see how the the draw lands, but whatever happens, we're going to have a good day out there. Uh, win or lose, we're good at kind of accepting any result that comes our way, but plan is to go out there and win. Mm. Um, see how that goes. So then uh, enjoy uh, a few brewskis and some meat uh, afterwards at the club, to which no one else is invited. <laughs> nah, kidding. Come down if you're around. Nice. Little JSQ. Yeah. See you on now. Is he turning up for Stokes Valley again? Don't know, eh? But he's looking pretty fit, bro, to be honest. He is looking actually, around. I, I actually was watching him tonight. And was he, he here tonight? Yeah, he was here tonight. And um, he looks like he's dropped a few kicks. Hmm. He's looking, well, I don't think he's stopped since the season. He's yeah. played in the uh, league tournament. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. He doesn't want to drop too much, though. Like, he's at a decent size at, at the yeah. moment. Yeah, training hard with the uh, cover, cover yeah. boys. Cover boys. Yeah. I know he's listening right now. Mm. Not sizzling your sausage jewels. Mm. Still disappointed you didn't yeah, make yeah. it to uh, <laughs> Some come to clean up on the clean up. Unbelievable. After how much you promised. Yeah. Did you bring that with him at Sevens? Yeah, he said he went to church. Yeah. <laughs> what they all say. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Huge. Um, Huge. Yeah, not, not this weekend, but um, coming up on Tuesday is the Wellington Rugby Union Community Rugby Awards. Uh, so a couple of nominees from the village. So we got um, Kirsten Crawford, um, who's Juniors? for Junior Rugby Volunteer of the Year, mm. which is good. Kirsten does an mm. amazing job for our uh, junior committee. Um, and then Wayne up for uh, Rugby Volunteer of the Year. So good luck to those two. So that's uh, yeah, this upcoming Tuesday. Tuesday nice. evening. Mm. Yeah, all the best. Um, yeah, I mean, lots of hours. Um, yeah, put in. Uh, you know, put 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 in week to week. Um, here at the club, so it's great to see Kirsten and Wayno um, uh, up for um, up for those awards. Um, you know whether obviously they um, uh, they win the award or not. Um, I think it's fair to say we uh, we really appreciate the the mahi that goes in in behind the scenes that's normally unseen. Um, that yeah, that I guess allows us to do what we do here at the club on and off the field. So yeah, good you luck. Know, to you know what? I wonder if we could go. We could record a pod from the Hutt Valley Sports Awards. Valley Sports Awards? Yeah. Like, I mean, they had that, those recordings up back. What recordings? Oh, they had people doing the radio doing interviews and that's the, are you thinking about that sort of setup or actually right in there? No, just to say this is our table <laughs> at the Sports Awards, bro. Uh, and I'm kidding. We're just, we're just talking, you know. Oh, that could get interesting over a few <laughs> yeah. period of time. Mate, I don't want to be carrying you guys for the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> Be funny with everything going on in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, thanks on that, eh? Well, there you go. There is another pod done and dusted. 
uh, off-season pod number five, uh, thanks to uh, the two gentlemen here, uh, Huge and Fridge, for uh, their contributions. And it's been been awesome, and uh, we're thinking of you, Hack. I look forward to uh, you rejoining the uh, the crew, um, hopefully next week. Uh, but yeah, as Fridge alluded to, sevens this weekend. Um, Ken Gray is also uh, uh, on the go as well. So um, yeah, get down on Thursday um, under the the I guess the tutelage of uh, Jonesy and Sterlo, and they've got a really good group down there doing their thing. So um, yeah, that's going to be featuring obviously for the rest of the rest of the years, we know. And also um, a shout out to uh, Salvo. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so Josh Salvo who's uh, running his program out of the club on is it Monday, Wednesday, Monday mornings? and Wednesday mornings. Um, first session is free, so a bit of a taster. So if you want to just come down and see what it's all about and see if you're interested, then yeah, it's free. Um, and if you decide to come along or not, then it's up to you. Mm. He's also uh, come on board uh, this weekend with the Sevens group um, as the trainer. 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 Yep. Um, has been the way the Lions, I think. Mm. Yeah, the yeah. Lions. Cool. So, um, yeah, shout out to, to Josh. Love the mahi that you're doing. And um, obviously, as much as we would rather see you on the on the field, I, I know um, this is probably all sort of part of what you're obviously doing in terms of your studies, but also um, uh, with, with part of your own rehab eh, and yeah. recovery to try and get back out there. So keep up the good work. Look forward to seeing you on Saturday. And, uh, yeah, anyone else uh, out there, if you've got some uh, some time on Saturday, where it's in the morning or the afternoon, get out to Maidstone and your Bill and White, getting behind the young villages, uh, both men and women, seems that'll be running out there. Um, yeah, uh, I guess, yeah, uh, on behalf of uh, our great club that is Batoni. Thank you, gents. Thanks, everyone, for listening in. Uh, we look forward to, uh, yeah, tuning in again next week um, when hopefully Hack will be uh, driving uh, driving things. Yeah, um, KFC, uh, real quick. <laughs> so, so your stuff out, eh? Like, you owe me some wicked news. Yeah, yeah, just a bit of a backstory. Um, <laughs> huge provided the uh, the, the catering for tonight, which was KFC. Shout out to KFC Loha. Um, an order was, was made, and uh, the, the whole order didn't arrive. We, um, someone out there has called themselves what, what eight pack or 12 uh, pack? 12 pack, 12, 12 pack, 12 wicked, 12 wings. wicked, 12 wicked wings. wings. So, uh, they would have been well. yeah. So yeah. wicked, so these wicked ones, we huge and I would have had two each, and fridge would have had eight. <laughs> so someone out there, I'm, I'm gonna say it. Yeah. Don't, don't go to KFC Loha. Yeah. <laughs> so oh. who, 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 pizza. Yeah, whoever's ended up with our wicked wings, um, I, I hope you've enjoyed them. Yeah. Even Maccas, they always leave stuff out. Yeah. That's why we have such a good relationship with House Pizza Patani mm. and House Pizza in general. Yeah. yeah. Give them a call. Oh, eight hundred triple six triple one. Go to hell. Right. Go to awesome. hell. Thanks, guys. Take care. All the best. Enjoy your week and uh, see you next time. Shut easy.